Hey there, freedom-loving patriots. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you're listening to Freedom Speak. We are proudly unindoctrinated and wide awake. On Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I'd like for you to check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com. You can listen to replays of any of my previous shows. And what I've also done, too, is I recently created a new tab on my website that says Becca's Monologues. And it's basically just my monologues from all of my shows, just kind of separate by themselves. And uh, a lot of people said that they that I should do that for a long time. So I finally did it. So I've been uploading them like about one a day. So there's quite a few. You can also get the uh, replay on the podcast from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. And of course, you can email me your questions and comments at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. So I've got uh, Jay Block in the in the uh, studio with me today, and we're going to be bringing him in in a little bit. So, uh, and I got Stella Padilla uh, coming along with me as my sidekick again. So, it's, it's going to be fun. So anyway, so I've been thinking about uh, some of the deception that the government has done to us over the years, and how they don't seem to really have the best interest of we the people in mind. So I put together a little monologue, and actually with the help of my friend uh, Robert Jackson in Texas, sometimes he does some writing for me, and this is uh, a lot of one of his things, but I added a lot to it as well. So I, I titled it, Is It Safe? Now, as you approach the cage, you notice that the beast inside is baring its teeth. Some apprehension should motivate you as to prepare to open the cage door and enter, Despite being assured by the creature's handlers that the animal is safe, you should approach cautiously or even refuse to enter its domain. Knowing this beast's history and the fact that it has brutally attacked many people in the past should in every way cause doubt to form that should extend to the core of your very soul. Remember the Radium Girls from the 1920s? That's not a musical group, by the way. They were working with the radium-infused fluorescent paint and was told it was safe, and they were encouraged to shape their paintbrushes with their lips. They were painting glowing numbers on clock faces and radioactive paint with the beast that attacked them all. Remember the, radi- remember the glowy things? Remember the watches and things that had the glowy hands and the glowy uh, you know, numbers on it and stuff? That was radium that was painted. It's, it's actually radioactive. You know, that's why they call it radium. Suffering was to be their future because they blindly accepted what they were told. The Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in men of color was a study conducted between 1932 and 1972 by the United States Public Health Service and the Centers for Disease Disease Control and Prevention on a group of nearly 400 African-American men with syphilis. As early as 1943, the discovery of penicillin G. benzathine could have saved these men all the pain and suffering they had endured for 30 years. Again, the snarling beast was allowed to eat these children of God alive. 
these guys were actually told they they had like control a control group. They had one group that was told, "Oh, well, we're giving you this life-saving treatment." And part of that group was actually not being given anything at all. They'd been given a placebo. So they were actually allowed to have the syphilis progress so that the these scientists could study them and watch them die when they could have saved them. This is our U.S. government at work. From 1946 to 1992, the U.S. government conducted more than 1,000 nuclear tests during which unwitting troops were exposed to vast amounts of ionizing radiation. For protection, they had them wear utility jackets, helmets, and gas masks. They were told to cover their face with their arms. 114,270 Americans were thoughtlessly exposed to radiation as a matter of experimentation. There again, that's your government work. On May 21, 1946, Louis Sloton, a scientist, was performing an experiment he had done several times before. He was demonstrating to his colleagues how to bring the two hemispheres of a plutonium core nearly to critical. I believe there's a movie about this I remember seeing. A dangerous experiment called Tickling the Dragon's Tail. Sloton was using a screwdriver to separate the two halves of the core, but the screwdriver slipped. For a brief but fatal moment, the two halves touched and went critical. Sloton instantly received a lethal dose of radiation. Again, the point is that the handlers of the beast knew that radiation was dangerous, but they chose to allow it to attack 114,000 American citizens. There's credible evidence that in 19 or sorry, in 1898, our government sank the USS Maine while it was moored in Havana Harbor as a means of convincing the American people of a needed war with Spain. Many Americans died. There's credible evidence that the sinking of the Lusitania was allowed to be sunk as a result of it being sent through dangerous U-boat waters without any protection. This was done in order to manipulate the isolationist American people into embracing the not-so-great war. There is, a, there is credible evidence that President Roosevelt knew that the Japanese were going to attack Pearl Harbor, but allowed it to happen, again, to motivate the isolationist American people. In 1991, the U.S. military was administering experimental anthrax vaccines to soldiers in the Gulf. I know this because I have a good friend that this happened to. This drug was known as Vaccine A. I've mentioned it briefly on another show quite some time back. It was supposed to be by consent only, but nobody was told about this fact until they had been given the second dose of three shots. Since this vaccine was not supposed to be effective for six months and the military wanted it to be effective much quicker, a substance called squalene was added to the ingredients which acts as an adjuvant to increase an antigenic response. In other words, this is what was added to shorten the time to effectiveness. By the way, ladies, I found something rather disturbing about squalene. Did you know that squalene which is a refined version of squalene, is an oil contained in the livers of sharks and is mainly used in cosmetics industry and its, for its moisturizing and restorative properties. To obtain this substance, 
2.7 million sharks are captured and killed for their livers each year to obtain this substance. It is thought that the use of squalene in the anthrax vaccines may have been the cause to the disease known as Gulf War Syndrome. Of course, nobody's admitted that. Our Congress in 2008 admitted that the Gulf of Tonkin torpedo attack never happened. This doesn't change the fact that 55,000 American soldiers and 2 million-plus Vietnamese died based on a lie. President Kennedy was murdered not by lone nut, but these same rabid beasts. The murder itself doesn't matter as much as the cover-up. The building number 7 collapse tells us everything we need to know about 9-11, in my opinion. Oh, and remember the guy living in a cave named Osama bin Laden that supposedly masterminded the entire 9-11 attack? We were told that we found him and killed him. His body was then dumped way out at sea so that nobody could ever prove anything to the contrary. And what about those elusive weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? Lastly, the entire world was told they would likely die or kill grandma if they didn't agree to having an experimental mRNA drug injected into their bodies. We were all told it was safe and effective, but as a matter of fact, they're still telling us it's safe and effective even as the count on the VAERS report continues to increase of, of, of people dying and adverse reactions, serious adverse reactions. And those that for some reason still fall for the phrase, I am here from the government and I'm here to help mindlessly did what they were told. All while doctors were threatened with loss of their medical license if they told patients anything but the government-approved narrative. The truth of the matter is that those in power simply see all of us, little people, as pawns in their game. I tell you all of this today because the rabid beast is no longer caged, but has been unleashed upon the world. The truth is that the beast has never really been caged, but hunting us under the cover of night. Now it stalks us in the broad daylight. As people line up to have the fangs of this beast sunk into their skins, I choose to watch from behind my wall of skepticism, and I think you should too. Well, I'm glad you brought all those, all those up, and those are all good points, but what about 9-11 when uh, George Bush knew that that it was happening and allowed for the uh, perpetrators to leave the country before he actually came out and did right. anything. Right. Yes, I know. And so the reason I pointed out all of those examples mm -hmm. is because it, it amazes, you know, we see them trying to cancel history. They're, they're, they're intentionally trying to make children ignorant, not teach them about things that happened in the past. And it's very, very important about the things that happened in the past, because if you see the things that happened in the past, it will cause you to ask questions and say, well, am I really being told the truth? Well, you're not being told the truth, but history repeats itself. It does. That's why they don't want you to know what happened. It and, does. And even like today, all the perversions that are teaching you about transgender, sexual, you know, sexualizing children and everything. Think of the Roman days. I mean, I don't think it got any worse 
then it, well, it, I can't say that, but uh, it, it was just as bad back in the Roman days. So yeah. if they're not teaching children history, they have no clue as to what's going on. This is just something new for them, not, yeah. not history repeating itself. So that's a, an idea of a topic I talked about before we started the show today that uh, isn't even on my outline. And it's something I think I just feel moved to 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 go into a discussion about today. So I want to bring in my guest, Jay Block. He's with me today. How you doing, Jay? Good morning. How are you? Thanks for having me. Good. So um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about all this deception? I mean, we've got clear proof of all the deception in the past, yet people still continue to believe what they're told. Well, I mean, there's there's certain things I, I agree and disagree with um, that you said, and, and that's fine. It's free speech. It's our own opinion. Um, you know, I when I was living in um, Washington D.C., stationed at the Pentagon, I'm a retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, nuclear weapons guy, as you know, um, and also a, a war vet in Afghanistan. Um, I, I did not take the anthrax um, vaccine; it was required. Um, I didn't want to take it, and then eventually, I was able to kind of wait out the the policy and the policy change where I didn't have to take it. So. Uh, the only thing I think I had to take over there was uh, smallpox. Um, so I mean, I you know I've I've taken vaccines as a kid my my whole life. Um, I don't take the flu shot anymore because three straight years in a row the flu shot just got me really sick, and I certainly uh, did not take the um, the COVID vaccine at all. So, but yeah, the anthrax one just kind of scared me because I talked to some guys in the military that had some adverse effects. Yeah, and I just didn't I just didn't think it was it was right for me. Uh, in regards to 9/11, I, you know, I 9/11 happened. Uh, one of my neighbors saw uh, American Airlines go into the Pentagon. Um, I don't think it was a conspiracy, but you know, we all know that um, in the transition between Clinton and Bush, um, Clinton told Bush the the biggest threat is is um, you know uh, Al Qaeda, uh, which by the way. Um, before al-Qaeda, they were the Mujahideen in Afghanistan, and we did fund them to overthrow uh, the Russians who went in there in 79. So and I, I guess there's certain things I, you know, what really disgusted me that you said, uh, which is completely true, is the Tuskegee experiments that mm -hmm. um, our government performed on African Americans, and really the experience, uh, experience um, that our government performed on our troops um, back in the uh, 40s and 50s in regards to exploding nuclear weapons and, and seeing how uh, pilots uh, in their planes uh, could operate uh, flying through um, uh, the clouds and how uh, our soldiers on the ground could, could operate to fight a war because that's the way, that's what we thought was going to happen with the Soviet Union. It, we're going to, you know, the, the Russians were going to come across the Fulda Gap into Europe and we were going to use nuclear weapons to stop them because they had a huge conventional advantage in the Warsaw Pact. Um, so, yeah, our government has not always behaved very well. And as an elected official now in my sixth year in office, which is two more to go, and I'm term limited. Thank God for that, because I would not run for a third term. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I try to bring uh, transparency to government where I can, which is something I've been proud of. Of you know, you know this, Becca, with um, the uh, ethics ordinance that I passed, mm -hmm. the first one ever up in Sandoval County. So, uh, you know, I, I expect our government to behave uh, ethically and morally and legally, and it certainly has not in the past, and that's been very upsetting, and I see what's happening with our government now. 
And I've been in government in the military. Uh, I've talked about the military-industrial congressional complex that Eisenhower talked about three days before he left office in 1961. And I think, um, you know, I, I didn't really understand the deep state until Trump became president. And, and what really scares me is not just the, some of these evil elected leaders on both sides, by the way. There's some, you know, I'm a Republican. There's some really bad people that are Republicans. Yeah. Uh, and Democrats, but it's these unelected bureaucrats, uh, you know, people like Fauci uh, that are pushing agendas that, by the way, uh, are getting rewarded from industry with bonuses, and we're getting lied to so much, and then we're finding out, you know, and we we knew this, we knew this whole thing was, um, this whole vaccine was an experiment. Um, that's why I didn't take it. You just don't. And I I, I supported President Trump. But for him to push this vaccine, I blame him as well. I was very disappointed in Trump for doing that. Yep. And, you know, you t then you remember Biden. You know, you got my word as Biden. We're not going to make the vaccine mandatory. I mean, that obviously, you know, the guy's a big liar. Yeah. But, you know, you had both sides pushing this early on. And whether or not they did it because they were really concerned about this virus, which it did come from China. We were told it didn't come from China. Yes, it did. Then we were told, no, we never funded gain, gain of function over there. Rand Paul it totally exposed that. And then we see the emails from Dr. Fauci, um, which contradicted everything that he said. It, so, it, and I just talked about this on the county commission in the past month, or, uh, past few weeks of don't trust your government. No. Don't trust the media. Don't trust big business and big pharma because, you know, I don't know if there's any formal collusion, but there's a, you know, George, there's a great clip of George Carlin out there talking about, um, conspiracy and he you know this like guy's like hey there's no conspiracy there's no organized cons conspiracy and George Carlin said yeah but there's an informal conspiracy <laughs> that's right <laughs> because you know because listen you, you have no control big business controls your life big media controls your life big government controls your life and, and how can you trust someone you know to to tell you about take a vaccine and all that when you don't trust them yeah all they do is use the humanity well it's about money to me because here it is, is i mean money. you know we weren't allowed to see documents for 75 years there's no liability against uh, these companies why why would i trust you here take this it's safe mm -hmm. well it turns out no uh VAERS data has been completely unreported um, we've had so many issues uh, in the Department of Defense. There's a, a DOD VAERS site that they took down because it showed how it affected our readiness in our military, how it's affected our pilots. The FAA, I just talked about this on the County Commission, mm -hmm. they just expanded. Um, they lowered the standards for um, the, the, the heart uh, test. The, the heart test. Right. Because over 20% of the pilots have been affected with COVID, and you're putting, you're putting us passengers at risk. Uh, here, you're lowering the standards because you damaged, you injured these people. Well, so and, and the thing I talked about previously, uh, Jay, is that the FAA, the FAA actually broke their own rules by forcing these pilots to participate in a clinical study, basically is what it was, um, in which that is a violation of their medical certificates. Yet they were forcing them to do it, and then the FAA was was saying, okay, well, we're just going to ignore that rule. 
Right. We're, we're, you guys can all get experimented on, and we're not going to have any idea what the what the results of this is going to be. But we're going to put you in a plane full of full of people flying and, into major cities right. near big buildings, and, and, and we're going to trust that uh, you're not going to have a stroke in the middle of flying the plane, crash into a major city, kill a whole bunch of people, and the people on the plane. Yep, and then blame it on pilot error. Right. And you know, I got a friend of mine who is. Um, He's a first lieutenant in the United States Air Force, academy grad. His father was an academy grad. His father was an Air Force pilot as well. Um, he went through undergraduate pilot training, uh, did well, uh, got a fighter slot, went to Alamogordo for F-16 follow-on training, said, I'm not taking this damn vaccine. And, uh, you know, they, they grounded him. They bullied him. I mean, the officers, uh, commanders above him did that. And and now, finally, the Biden administration got smart because Congress, if the Republicans didn't take Congress, I don't think uh, the Biden administration would have backed down on these forced vaccines in the oh, military. Oh, no, no. You know, and, um, and it's affected um, even um, in my job as a consultant and still uh, working in the nuclear enterprise. Um, I was a missileer, you know, the guy sitting underground waiting to launch Minuteman 3 missiles, kind of a stressful job, and a very <laughs> yeah. important job. Yeah. And you're seeing missileers. Uh, getting sick as well and it this this really um, decimated and affected our our readiness to protect our country and you know this country under this uh, useless incompetent president uh, has shown such weakness where the Chinese can fly a balloon over the country for a week over by the way and people aren't talking about this what's in Alaska do you know what's in Alaska that's so important aren't there missiles in Alaska what type of missiles our intercontinental ballistic missiles but for for what uh to protect us from russia they're not icbms okay it's it's missile defense missile defense at fort Greeley. okay so it's interesting that you know this satellite with the sophisticated instrumentation that was on it and i, I did read something at work i'm not going to talk about but it has sophisticated instrumentation on there and it goes over uh and it says sixty thousand feet so it has a huge uh, area it, it can look at and it goes over Fort Greeley where we have missile defense it goes over Malmstrom Air Force Base Montana where I did my missile time where we have 150 Minuteman 3 missiles it goes over there it goes over near US Stratcom in Omaha Nebraska and this is when the Chinese said well it's just a weather balloon and we lost control. Well, no, that balloon was maneuverable. Uh, if you look at the path of that balloon, that balloon was being, was being maneuvered. It was being maneuvered. And then the Biden administration waits until it goes off the coast of uh, it's part Carolina. Of the plan. He owes China. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we send up an F-22. And I'm sure that pilot just got a lot of crap from his fellow pilots. Like, you That's shot like, a balloon down. Wow. So, you know, your, your, your new call sign is helium killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we send up one of our most sophisticated fighter aircraft yeah, yeah. to shoot a missile at a balloon. It didn't even require a missile. You could have taken one shot from the, from the guns on that plane, and it would have taken that balloon yeah. down. Yeah, I, I, I found that to be just incredibly ridiculous. And not only that, but it's like, I think that if they are saying that we do not have the military capability to stop, to safely stop a balloon from traversing the entire country and surveilling our entire country, and the, you know, the information is coming out now, now that it had a communications array on it, and it was possibly uh, checking communication between missile sites. Um, but... The thing is, is like, don't we have the military capability to 
I think what would have been a real slap in the face to the Chinese is to go up there and snatch that balloon and just take it down and, and just bring well, it down and take a good look at yeah, it. Yeah, we're, we're doing that right now with the recovery. Uh, we recovered it. And um, I think um, uh, DOD gave uh, all the House and Senate members a classified briefing yesterday. And, and I got to read uh, an interesting um, uh, interesting report uh, on it at work. But, you know, I think now that we know what, what to look for uh, in regards to a signature, uh, you know, because our we have something called dual, phenom- dual phenomenology in, in the United States with space-based and ground assets that look for um, missiles coming into the United States so we can ID it, track it, and figure out where the potential impact is and then obviously hopefully shoot it down because we don't really have a great missile defense in regards of a number of missiles. You're not going to stop a massive attack from from Russia. Um, Stuff is going to get through. So I I think now we kind of know what more to look for, and hopefully it never happens again. See, I did a little bit of research on this, and I stumbled across an interesting article about these these, uh, Chinese balloons. And an experiment that they did, apparently I read about from 2018. Have you ever heard, Jay, of a <coughs> hypersonic glide missile? Yes. Uh, we, hypersonics is, is something that uh, we have experimented with. The Chinese and the Russians are very good with hypersonics. Well, I saw an article in which the Chinese had been experimenting with a balloon, just as the one that crossed over the country, only it was carrying three of these hypersonic glide missiles, which it could drop from high altitude, and, and they, they basically maneuver without power to a target. Yeah, and that and the reason why they, they're probably, and I, I'm not familiar with that, but the reason I can only think they're doing that is because when they drop those those missiles um, and they're on a glide slope and they don't have some type of signature, it's harder to harder to detect and harder to defend against, and uh, that that's kind of scary. But um, I'm familiar with some of their capabilities. Yeah, and they had mentioned, uh, I don't know how true this story is, but there's been talk about how, they're saying, oh, well, you know, several of these balloons went over the United States when Trump was president, and Trump is denying it, saying, well, well we didn't know anything about it, this. It, not just Trump. Uh, some high-level officials are denying it, and then a Intel report came out uh, that said um, the Biden administration, the, uh, the Intel report under the Biden administration even said, did you read about this? It said, yeah, we that did happen, but we didn't even know about it then. This is what I was talking about, because we might not have been able to track it and look for a signature, but now we can maybe go back and look at some historical signatures and see that, yeah, it did happen. So um, when you have all these high-level people saying, we didn't know about it, um, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. But now that we do know about it, and now that we just saw one crash off of Hawaii, and there's one over Latin America, um, you know, the Chinese are very, very good at gathering a lot of data and intel uh, on on its uh, enemies and competitors. Yeah, it's scary that uh, apparently these things went undetected. And, uh, yeah, and, absolutely. And it, you know, they can carry bombs, it, 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 they can carry explosives, we, they we, can carry uh, hypersonic missiles. Uh, you know, they could do a sneak attack on us before we even knew what hit us. Th- but there's there's also another way to look at this. And again, I, I, I don't know if this is true, but I know that sometimes you do the um, the double agent type of spoofing where we know it's there, we can send a signal to that, we can hack into that system and spoof it, and the Chinese or the Russians or whoever are getting bad data back. Right. So that's that's 
you know, we don't know if that's happening, but that's an interesting um, uh, concept that uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it is happening. Yeah. Okay, well, we're at the end of the first segment, so we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. And uh, Do you have any helium here? No, I don't. But that would be funny. <laughs> Why, you want, you want some helium? Yeah. <laughs> I got a topic I want to talk about, about uh, uh, the extreme left and the extreme right and how things don't get solved. This is something that we were talking about. So I, I think we'll talk about in the next segment. Sounds right good. Back. 